0: All right. Well, it's now two o'clock. Thank you all for being here. I'm um, just going to invite these folks that are walking in to sign in if you would mind, and grab a little copy of the mod if you like.
1: Is on the door prizes.
0: Uh, there. Um, my name is Martin Ritchie. I'm the director of Homeland Security with the Capital Area Council of Governments. Um, thank you for inviting me to be part of your community today. To go through uh, the CDBG-MIT. Let me tell you what all those letters mean, besides that they could be kind of a headache to think through all some of these things. CDBG is Community Development Block Grant Funds. Um, And uh, they were authorized for response to mitigation, MIT, for our community here in Fayette County as well as three other counties in the Capcom region. Fayette being one of the counties that was Uh, Most impacted by HUD's standards. HUD is the Department of Housing and Urban Development in Washington. So here in the state, the uh, state uh, general land office, GLO, you'll hear a lot of acronyms. If I do an acronym that I haven't mentioned or forgot what it was, just raise your hand. Because they use these shorthand terminologies quite a bit. I'll try not to uh, do that too much, but there's an awful lot of them. Uh, but this funds, these funds were set aside for the state of Texas, and then they were uh, put in several tranches. And I'm going to go through a little bit of that so that you can see how we have arrived at being here today. All right, before I jump too far into the conversation, I would like to start off with safety and where the bathrooms are. And we'll start off with the most important thing. The bathrooms are over here to your right. They're on the right-hand side, both the men and the women's bathroom. Uh, Safety, if you see the guy in the uniform with the two-way radio, the chief there, if he's running out of here, then follow him because there's something going on. Although he could be going to his truck to go to a fall, so don't follow him today. But literally the exit doors are on both sides of the room here. Um, Please, if you can, let's hold off as many uh, questions. Uh, We're not going to take the public comments until the end of uh, the presentation. So that would be, uh, you know, you have your indulgence, but if you don't understand something I'm saying, interrupt me and I'll stop and go back over it for you. All right. First off, CAPCOG. It was one of the first acronyms that I mentioned uh, that I'm from CAPCOG. What the heck is a CAPCOG? CAPCOG is the Capital Area Council of Governments, and that's the 10 counties that you see here. Uh, The elected officials, uh, from, the, from, that, from these 10 counties and the political subdivisions in, in them, uh, appoint persons to serve on our General Assembly, uh, which then appoints an executive board that manages this organization. It was created by Texas statute as a governmental institution, and our purpose is sort of to be that go between of sharing resources across the region so that not everybody has to duplicate a resource. That's why when we work on homeland security related issues or our regional 911 system or our regional um, work with uh, the agent, you know, these are all things that all the counties get to benefit from uh, in equal measure, okay? Now, for counties that are involved in the community development plot grant funds, Fayette County, Caldwell, Fast and Lena. And these were primarily selected because of the proximity to the Hurricane Harvey uh, uh, situation, although the General Land Office has dropped Hurricane Harvey as just a marker from their commentaries about this funding. So I don't know why they asked us to remove it from our website, um, things of that nature. But the reason why this was put together initially was because of Hurricane Harvey. Go on to the next. Okay, so this public hearing is to give you guys an opportunity to give your input on the method of distribution. The method of distribution is that paper that we had over there uh, that we're here to talk about. And the method of distribution is a process that uh, was created by the, the state. They put down some very specific rules that we would have to follow uh, in order to uh, achieve a equitable, um, you know, uh, Separation, breakdown of these funds because uh, every community has different needs, they have uh, different uh, population bases, and they've all been impacted differently by uh, incidents over the past uh, several years. So uh, initially following um, you know, the, the, the initial mod for the state, uh, there was $22 million set aside for the 10 or for the four Capcod counties impacted. Um, now that amount was raised then later to 52,253,000. The difference in why that happened was there was an initial first round of funding for community development block grant funds, which many of the communities within Fit County had submitted for. And that was a I believe about a billion dollar uh, uh, fund that was a fund that was competitive across the state of Texas. And none of the projects here in Fayette County were accepted by the General Land Office and funded. So you guys ended up being most impacted, most distressed, but you didn't get any money from those guys, which really was terrible. Uh, So this other 22 million, you would have been eligible for about half of that. And that was gonna be for these four counties, including Fayette. Well, there was a second tranche of funds that was canceled, which was about a billion dollars. And that was (coughs) ostensibly canceled because there was controversy between uh, Harris County, city of Houston, and the general land office and they worked it out so that a big portion of those funds were set aside for uh, the city of Houston. They were obviously, we all watched on TV, how bad it was there and of course, you know, we're talking you know, millions of people impacted. So they, they took off a lot of money and then they decided that what was left over, they were just put into this general pool to go to the COGS for distribution. And so that's where we ended up today. So initial allocations, now the amended, amended allocation, $52 million, gets us to the point where we had to develop this method of distribution for within our county. Looking at those four counties and all of the political subdivisions uh, the cities within them. And of course, here in Fayette County, you're kind of unique in terms of our bond process because you gave birth to a new city. Anybody know the name of that city? I'm sure. Ellinger, yes. Anybody here from Ellinger? Hey, you the mayor? Hey, I'm Mark. Oh, no. All right, that's the mayor. Hey, okay, good, good, good. I'm sorry, Mr. Mayor, I was talking to you and I didn't even realize that you're the mayor guy. Okay, good, good, good. Um, so Matt, correct? Mr. Mayor, okay. I don't ever come for by the first name, sir, just Mr. Mayor. Matt and Mike, Eminem. Uh, Eminem, okay. I eat those, they're pretty good. So after a long process that's taken nearly a year to go through working with the general land office, working with communities, you know, the new, newly born communities to get all the data pulled together, we were able to produce uh, what's found on your last page of the packet that you have, which is the, the method of distribution for the funding. Um, this is what everybody wants to know. Hey, how is this money getting separated out for each of these communities? And you can see the counties that are listed. That county is listed at the top, and you see there that the allocations uh, are listed in the first, the next column after the name. That's the total allocate, allocation for that community. So the county, 4.8 million. That's not for the whole. That's, that's for the county government allocation. Then you have Carmine, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You go down the list. So we don't aggregate the whole county and say, here's your total amount, but if you wanted to do the math, I did, it's about $25 million that's coming into Fayette County, which is a great uh, stimulus in terms of helping to build infrastructure. and well. whatnot. So uh, there's a component to the method of distribution uh, that is required by uh, the state mod, uh, which is that you have to address low to moderate income uh, folks. And it's addressed here by saying 50% of the funding has to be able to have that delta to the moderate income. So we lift it out there. Here we go. Uh, we developed a strategy, made it really simple. You guys are going to choose your projects. You're going to make those identifications, and those justifications will be made directly when the fund funding comes through when you submit projects to the general land office. CAPCOG is not going to be a participant in your projects. We're, we're not, we don't look at your projects. Uh, we can of course you know as friends and neighbors if you want to call us and ask us about something you're doing we've seen a lot of other projects in the past but you're really going to be doing business directly with the general land office and many of you might be dealing with some of the professionals that do this um, you know as a contractor you might be dealing with Angela you know might have people that work for your own cities and whatnot and whatnot. so this flowchart chart which you probably can't read very well from uh, this uh, chart so the last time we met was we were over here in public meetings that was a year ago we've moved several steps to here which is the cod mod public hearings so that means we only have a couple of steps left so we're going to have these meetings today and tomorrow they're online and in person uh, we've chosen Fit county as one of the in-person locations Whoops. Oh did yeah. it there's yes, you touched these? it. Oh, this is a touchy one. okay. i about that. Where's the chief at? I, mean, I tell them, this is a really cool. Thing. I don't have to go over there. Um, so, you know, we're, we're at this stage. That means we are going to take all of your comments, pro, con, whatever you might have to say, we're going to put them together, put it into a package that goes up to the GLO, and uh, that will be part of the, the official record. If you don't make a comment today, that's okay. Uh, you can write it down, you can email us. I'll put that information up at the board at the end. But we do—we would love to have your feedback on the mod in whatever form that you might have, any questions and comments that you might make. Uh, so as you can see, there's only a couple steps left. And we're, the last step will be, after the GLO approves the final mod, will be that we will notify you of the final awards, which you've all received, you know, the cities and the county has received uh, letters asking, hey, you know, there's some money out there. Would you like to receive it? All of the jurisdictions and the, the four counties said yes. So wasn't too surprised by that. But it is possible someone say, I, I'll keep that $2 million. I don't want that. It's pocket change, right? Um, so nonetheless, here we go. The next one. All right. So eligible activities, they're listed on page three. So go to page three. Uh, these are the eligible activities that are included in the mod. You can see that we've checked off flood control and range improvement, including construction, rehabilitation, of stormwater management systems, natural or green infrastructure, uh, public facilities, shelter, library, things of that nature, uh, water and sewer facilities, communication infrastructure, uh, provision of generators, It seems to be kind of a popular thing these days after we've gone through multiple issues with power failures, uh, streets or bridges, um, public services within a 15% uh, cap, that typically is where you're getting housing, counseling, legal, legal counseling, job training, mental health, general health uh, uh, services, but it's only to the maximum of 15% of the allocation for your community, so keep that in mind if you're going to do that. Um, and then finally, if you already have a hazard mitigation, Project that's been funded, and you want to use this as a match because you typically it's a 75-25. Uh, then you can tag this on uh, to cover your 25% match. However, uh, typically what will happen is then you're you're also taking on all the requirements of the CDBG funds, which include you know, rules such as Davis Bacon, uh, which is basically you know some additional uh, paperwork. Make sure vendors and contractors meet certain kinds of requirements, et cetera. Folks that do this all the time probably need more on that. Things that aren't included, you know, it's a pretty good laundry list here. Um, You know, the idea here is they really want infrastructure, so emergency response services are not covered directly. But you know that, you know, communications infrastructure could be a radio tower, could be some other items, Um, but emergency services, can't be used for, to enlarge a dam or a levee, I mean. um, any you deal with dams and levees it's a little more complicated, they can be used to assist privately owned utilities for any purpose, uh, That doesn't mean co-ops, that means a privately owned utility, uh, facilities for general conduct of government, uh, you know, federal disaster system made for flood area may be used to uh, repair, replace, and restoration of any personal, residential, commercial property In other words, this is is for government property. You can't do anything for an individual with these funds. And uh, that's an important uh, separation. And of course, uh, you know, if the property was purchased during eminent domain, they're not going to pay for for that either. Uh, Incentives for people to leave an impacted area. Mm -hmm. Can you give me some just general examples of what a natural or green infrastructure project would be? Well, you know this is their definition, so I can't be absolutely precise. But natural would be repairing, putting something back. The riparian area along a river, uh, green infrastructure would primarily be that kind of activity. So you might have some scouring along banks of, of, a, of a river, and uh, now it's continuing to waste away because all the natural vegetation has been gone. Maybe there was some, maybe there was some activity, human activity there too but it would be to restore something back to its natural state. But I would, I would reach out to the GLO on any project they have a question about this. All right. Oh, yeah. All right. So that was 12 of 13, this is 13 of 13. And here's where you can send your, your comments or glo dot, uh, dash, mod at pepcock.org. We're accepting comments all the way from 5 p.m. Friday, 31st of this month, um, and now? And that address is at the bottom of your agenda? Yes. Oh. So you don't have to write it down, it's part of
1: your calendar.
0: Yes, thank you very much. He is actually giving me some notes now, i go through some notes here. All right, well, now comes the fun part where I can now listen to. You all have to say versus me doing collaboration mm-hmm. up here?
1: Uh, Sir. Uh if we have no columns. Okay. The
0: city Guinness, no Congress, that, that's not just a, a city of Gettings, but no. mm-hmm. if we no colleagues, that's not really the city of population. No. Right. If but here's the thing, your comment I be the city of Giddings likes the mod. Yeah, you know, if you want as is, then you can make that comment. I'm not saying sure. what, you can say pro, or con, or nothing at all, but it's completely absolute. All right, so for those people wishing to comment, uh, thank you for joining us today. We're going to, um, there is a pretty ample crowd here that we can take comments for longer than three minutes. So you know, as long as it's not more than five minutes, I would try to keep it down if you can um, But we want to hear from, as, all of you, if you, if you like, um, and you can submit a comment at any length at all, um, electronically or in writing to us. I will mail out a copy of the PowerPoint to everybody that has signed in. Do we have an email address sign in? Yes. Okay, you've got your email address and assignment, in and I can read it, you'll get a copy of it. Yeah, because you're not reading it from up here. It's kind of, that's a prompt for me, and then I can move around and do press the button on All right, Um, but if you're going to talk, uh, you know, what I'd like you to do is tell us your name, uh, what county or jurisdiction you're representing that you're representing, or what organization you represent. Uh, And for, you know, D here, who is diligently taking notes, and me, uh, please uh, spell your first and last names. Um, It can be longer than three minutes or five minutes. You know, we we will... Private. It's not a little bus. If everybody needs to have a chance to contribute, so. All right. Did I do that, right? Yes, you did. All right. Um So, anybody would like to go first? Good. All right. Okay. My name's John Dennis. Yeah. I'm from Fayetteville. I'm with the Fayetteville Community Center. And is that all the preliminaries that I need there? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have situations on our <coughs> downtown that it's unsafe with electrical transformers and poles. Um, Some of the the transformers are actually hanging over the the, the parts of the buildings. Would relocating those uh, telephone poles around the back someplace safe, would that fall into something that Capcom would? Well, it's it's something that would be a question for the GLO, but um, that would be infrastructure. Okay it's the city or who owns the- It's the city, it's yeah, it's all city line. So there's like four or five businesses yeah. that are all affected. So it would be rerunning them, running the power back, and, and rerunning the new power up to the transformers from the back side. <coughs> okay, great. That's a, that's a lot of infrastructure stuff. So this is all this Thank you, John.
1: And I guess my comment is thank y'all for all the work that y'all have done to do this. Ellinger is one of those low to moderate income places. Um, Our definite problem we have is we have sewer and water treatment. If it rains too much, it overflows into the creek. I mean, the problems that we have. Now we have a chance to go through the county with the LMI percentage. And it's about a $1.7 million project. Saying that if our mayor hadn't taken the initiative to incorporate the county, help build things which helps give it back and also helps us as the water and city are separate but at the same time it helps us being in an incorporated area and getting those people counted otherwise we're just out on the farm you know now they look at that little area and so I yeah. basically just want to say thank you because it gives us an opportunity that we would never have. So that's all I'm gonna say. Thank you. Circumstances Mr Schodder City manager of City Meetings. Your community or municipality is already registered or classified as a low to moderate income community. And it says here that you have to have a spend at least 50%. Uh, that shouldn't be delisted. Right? Well, uh, specific issues. You know, if
0: you're, if, you know, I'm not speaking as an official because going of to judging, but if you are talking about something that is a benefit to the entire community and the entire community needs that level, then you're, that sound appropriate. But let's say that you had one section of your community that was, you know, higher uh, echelon and you spent all the money
1: there, then it
0: probably wouldn't look, be looked at favorably. That would be my best.
1: I think everybody's happy. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. Mayor? <laughs> yeah, so, like so what is the time frame on the allocation process? Well, <laughs>
0: uh, honestly, Mr. Mayor, I thought we would have been done last year, uh, probably not much further past the meeting we had before. Um, so I can't give you an uh, accurate uh, appraisal for that. But we're planning on bringing the final documents up to our Executive Board for approval, you know, this next month. And if it doesn't, you know, hit next month, it'll be, you know, uh, May. Uh, but I would expect, we probably are going to know May, June from GLO would be, be my best hope. So I guess the question also is, is there an application process? There will be an application process. You, which you'd be working directly then with the General Land Office. And they have people that will be coming coming out and that are available to talk with. Um, and as a matter of fact, uh, we'll send out Chris Robles is the government affairs uh, person for the General Land Office. And uh, we'll send his contact information to you so that you can talk with him. And he doesn't specifically handle this one area, but he, he does government relations in general. And he can probably uh, give you a lot of leads on, on what's going to be happening on their side. More details of possible. More details to follow. Can you at 11? 10 microservice. You, You've got a question there, Craig. I No. Um, I, have a, I have a comment. Uh, we do appreciate the um, uh, inclusion of the social vulnerability index in this uh, MITMOD equation. It, I think, benefited a, a lot of the municipalities here and, and reflects uh, what this county is in a lot of ways. Uh, besides just income, there are other. Uh, things that should be accounted for, and the inclusion of that was very beneficial. Yeah, and how we, and I have to thank Angela uh, because when she worked for CAPCOG before coming I mean, here to Fayette County and stole it from us, um, she was really a big advocate for pushing for social, social vulnerability to be included. Now, so <coughs> that was used in the mod component. So, 25% of the, the methodology in breaking out the money in the mod was based upon what we refer to as the SOVI, the Social Vulnerability Index. Uh, you find on page one, we have a listing of the various factors that we use. The number one factor we used was house, uh, households impacted by historic disasters. That would be individual assistance from FEMA from the year 2000 to the year 2019. Or no, 2002, 2019. Um, this, oh, hang on a second. That, no, that's the uh, correction. That's the PA. Uh, that, that's a. Uh, we did PA, which is public assistance, and then we did the individual household that were impacted by disasters. So that was 25%, 25%, 25% for LMI, and then 25% for uh, the social vulnerability index. Now, SOVI, the social vulnerability index, and the LMI kind of put together 50%. So that worked with the GLO, and of course, that didn't change the requirement from the GLO that 50% has to be spent in low to moderate income. But it allowed a very equitable distribution. So thank you.
1: I'm with um, Langford Community Management Services. And so the question you asked earlier for the mayor uh, about what happens next, as soon as this is actually finalized and GLO approves it, um, they'll hold another kind of a TA here, somewhere around here for y'all, maybe one or two, and then the, the staff of GLO will come in and go over the process for the application we get. Excellent, thank you. I knew you guys were going to be able to pitch it. <laughs> I said you've been through a million of these, so
0: I appreciate it. Tasha Valentine, um, an old dear friend from Tina before. I was thrilled to see you on the call. Um, I think you're working for a grant company now. Okay. At least to say hello. Yes, very much so. Natasha was with in when I was with Colville County, and we were climbing along the top of the, uh, uh, a dam that had been uh, scoured during uh, 2015 floods that killed all those folks out in uh, San Mar- uh, Wiberly rather. And uh, so I never forget that time up there with a bunch of folks, and they were they worked really hard in in the counties. We'll work together to try to make sure that we take care of folks. I see you want to do it all your distant lots of persons. Please don't stop. Lisa, do you have anything or Amy online? Um I don't.
1: This is Amy with um, the city of Elgin, but I greatly appreciate the virtual option
0: and I uh, look forward to getting a copy of the slides. Excellent. All right, uh, well, it's good to have uh, City Belkin out there and check their box that will be on tomorrow. And we did put the virtual option there for folks that uh, that couldn't be here in person. Well, we have, we have to stay uh, for two hours, but you guys don't have to stay. Uh, so, if you don't have a comment to make, and you feel like you've heard enough of um, me, you can, uh, yes. Hi. Yes. I
1: appreciate comment. And you can email your comments to us. And so, if you're shy about speaking in public. Okay, absolutely. All right, no, that's a good I, I, think you I you thank you very much for coming right here.